Welcome to Books on Air, the podcast that tells the story behind the book. It includes insights from authors about how they compose their work, what inspires them, and what they hope you'll take away from their book. Here's your host for this episode of Books on Air, Suzanne Harris. Welcome to the Books on Air podcast. I'm Sloan Fremont filling in for Suzanne Harris. This is a podcast where listeners get the secret story behind every book. Joining me today is David Ellis, author of the book, Naughty Nonsense, Lascivious Limericks, and much more. This is a hilarious, politically incorrect book of verses poking fun at everything and everybody. So David, I want to welcome you to the Books on Air podcast. Thank you very much, Sloan. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, so let's start out by telling the audience just a little bit about yourself and what led you to write your book. Um, well, I'm now 82 years old. Um, what got me to write it was the really the restrictions placed upon us during the COVID times. Uh, a lot of time at home. I'd, I'd written limericks before for various events. I collected them all together, spent a considerable time uh, making a lot more of them and decided I might as well put them into a book, <laughs> plus, plus a number of longer verse uh, poems as well. Yes. And so is a limerick the same as a poem or is there a difference? It, it, it's a specialized little poem of um, of five five lines with the first two lines and the fifth line rhyming and the middle and the third and fourth rhyming. So um, I could give you a very quick example if you wanted. Sure. Let's hear it. Uh, a sex-hungry farm girl named Kay would take a new lover each day. When they said, you're a sinner, she replied, no, a winner. Every time I leap in the hay. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so, and so the topics of your, as I said in the beginning, um, your your book is basically pokes fun at everything and everybody. So is there specific themes that you cover in general, or do you really just have different limericks well, on a variety well, of Well, in the, in the limericks, I do have, I do have quite a, quite a few um, selections. For instance, um, first section, the longest is on, on sex. Then there's alcohol, various vices, um, food, music, and other arts, sports, oddities, uh, politics. So mm-hmm. it covers quite a wide, wide yeah. gamut of basically subjects. all the things that people are interested in. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so poking fun at everyone and everything. Talk about that a little bit about why your limericks poke fun. Um, is that your general nature? Do you joke around a lot, or, or what led you to to do that? Well, um, the the first time I I really put together a group was um, uh, I was doing a I was studying recreation and uh, going towards the diploma and um, we had a camp and we had to produce produce a magazine at the end so I thought my contribution would be to write limericks about uh, a number of the other other students at the camp. So mm-hmm. this set me off. I did the same with a music group. Um, I did the same with a chess group, and uh, they were the basis of starting this this uh, this this um, book. So 
Yes. And so tell us also about with your limericks, about the accompanying um, images that you have, the the drawings. I can see them in your background there um, in your photos. Uh, yes, I'm yes. Curious uh, about I, that. Advertise, I advertised for, for an illustrator and um, through contact, I, I got got through to this um, young young uh, young illustrator in in in, a, in the United States uh, called Rosie DeWu. She's a professional. She came originally, I think, from Australia, and uh, I was very very glad of her, her work and appreciated that she's uh, she really helped to make make these poems stand out. Yeah, yeah. So can you read a couple more of the limericks for us so we can get uh, some examples of your work? Uh, yes, I'd be glad to. Um, perhaps a, a longer one I can get in. Uh, now, there's always humour in anything, even in the most, most serious subjects. And um, obviously, uh, COVID has been worrying up people throughout the world. But um, here's this one called The Old Man and the Vaccine. Our vaccines are successful, proclaims each COVID lab. So I go and see my doctor to ask about a jab. He seeks to reassure me and put me at my ease. He says he'll answer questions about this feared disease. The first question that I ask him, are there side effects that leave a patient suffering with severe defects? I'm glad you've asked that question and got it off your chest. You really have no worries. These vaccines are the best. Now, my wife is nearly 80 and I'm 83. There's a personal question concerning her and me. Now, I hope this second question will not you perplex. Once I've had the vaccine, can she and I have sex? <laughs> no worries, says the doctor. I can put your mind at rest. Your sex life will be normal. Just put it to the test. <laughs> so happy with this answer to my second question, I then roll up my sleeve with no more hesitation. The news is so exciting, it fills me with delight. I'll tell my anxious partner and we'll enjoy tonight. Though it still is hard to credit for, by my estimation, it's now been nearly 15 years since my last erection. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Well, and I mean, I'm listening to you uh, read these and I'm thinking, wow, how much, like how good with words you have to be to be able to tell a story like that and it fits that criteria to rhyme. Like that must be really tough. Can you tell us about that? Um, I, I've, I've not really found the the producing of the, of the verses difficult. Um, it it seems it just seems to come to me, and um, mm -hmm. you know you look you're searching for for rhymes to particular words, and then you, you then you fit the other words around around your mm -hmm. your basis of. So yes, it's not not. I didn't find it too difficult. <laughs> it seems like it would be hard to me, and I can feel as you're reading the words the cadence to the words mm -hmm. how there's a yes. cadence that you can. Feel yes, that, that that as you're reading. That's it. important. Yes, yeah. certainly the mm -hmm. cadence. Yes, and and the the rhythm and of of the verse. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's one of your favorite parts from your book? Maybe one of your favorite limericks, or even a, an illustration that's one of your favorites. 
Um, right. Well, um, to say, I've, I've got one on, on let's see. Uh, here's one on alcohol. Mm-hmm. A social young lady named Jenny was forever spending a penny. The reason is clear. She loves to drink beer. <laughs> and it's not just a few. No, it's many. <laughs> and then, then oh, he, here's one I, I quite like too. Uh, Je suis sexy, said dashing Pierre. See how chic are the clothes that I wear. He then flounced down the street, but tripped over his feet and suffered a bruised derriere. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a French French son-in-law. <laughs> I bet you had a lot of fun writing this. I can tell like just, just, you know, the enjoyment from it and, and yes. your, you know, when you're retelling it. Um, yes. Did anything surprise you when you were writing your book and putting your limericks together? Um, surprise. Um, let's see. I, oh, it's hard to think. Um, I, I suppose the, more surprised by um really how how the verses came to me without yeah. really yes i mean um they talk about composers comparing mozart to beethoven the way mozart would produce a, almost a perfect score from the beginning and mm-hmm. beethoven would cross things out and change them and keep changing them right. and um i i think i was lucky in this respect they seem to come to me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting to me because uh, I was always a numbers person and not really a writer. And so when anybody, you know, writing is always very interesting and, and pretty amazing to me how, um, how the quality of people's words um, when I have trouble expressing that sometimes I'm always very um, interested in how people go about that. Yes. Um, and um I'm, I'm reasonably, uh, at, let's see, comfortable talking talking to groups, so as well. So oh yeah, yeah. Problem with that? Yes, I've I've done them on. Uh, I've done them on, besides these various groups. I've done them on cruises when they've oh, when they've had wow. an entertainment evening and asked people from the um, passengers to come out and do things. So oh, I bet that was fun, and I bet you had the crowd laughing. <laughs> Yes. yes. <laughs> um, what would you say sets your book apart from other books? Um, well, I think the fact that um, very often limer- limericks are just the sole content of the book. Yeah. Whereas uh, I've got um, half the book, uh, longer verse, longer poems, and on. Um, Quite some quite serious topics. I mean, it's it's not not all, all fun. Some some are quite serious, and um, mm-hmm. I, I hope one or two might be inspirational. I've done one about these this very elderly um, Englishman. I don't know if you heard about him, Sir Tom Moore. He tried to raise some money for for COVID research. He hoped to raise a couple of thousand pounds. And he walked up and down his garden day after day after day after day. And he used a walking frame or Zimmer frame to to assist him. 
and he became an, a worldwide hero and raised millions. Mm. And the queen, queen knighted him, and unfortunately, he he caught the virus himself and died at at a hundred. So, um, I've done I've done a poem about him. So it's it's mm -hmm. not all fun, but some mm -hmm. some quite serious. Yes. Yeah. And so who would you say your book would appeal to and why? Um, I think it appeals to any, anyone who who likes humor, um, mm. particularly people who, who are not in any way prudish, because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the uh -huh. subjects they, they get they get they get they get they get quite quite bawdy. <laughs> mm -hmm. So certainly um so there's no age well. I'd say no age restriction. It's not suitable for children, but for, no age restrictions for adults, certainly. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the topics, again, like we talked about at the beginning, just a little bit of everything. And these are all things that, you know, we all we all deal with. So, mm. um, David, I want to thank you for joining us today on the Books on Air podcast. Before we close out, what do you hope the readers learn or take away after reading your book? Um, I, I think obviously I, I want them to be amused, entertained, and and perhaps um, also uh, an increased tolerance for other people um, with different ideas and things um, that are not not ge really general to the to the or to the general population mm -hmm. um, tolerance, I, I think, yeah. because there, there's no there's no criticism in the in the book about anybody or their practices. Um, it's all done in a light, very light-hearted manner. So, yes, I'd say tolerance. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's definitely definitely important. And and David, I want to thank you for joining us. Like I said, I it was fun to talk to you and hear your limericks. Um, it, it I can tell just the happiness as you're reading them and just how much joy you have. So thank you for bringing that to all of us today. Well, it, it was a delight to speak to you, Sloan. So I did enjoy it. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. And you can find more about the book, Naughty Nonsense, Lascivious Limericks, and much more on Amazon. And I'll link to the book in the show notes. So be sure to check that out. You've been listening to the Books on Air podcast brought to you on webtalkradio.net. You can also hear this podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Sloan Fremont, and I hope you'll join us for the next Books on Air podcast. Remember, you never know who's going to be here, and you never know what we're going to talk about. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.